Hello, Erica. Howdy, Stephen. <laughs> you said it like you're from the American Old West. Yeehaw! <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say to that. Now, just a minute, Clanton. It's tough to do an English accent doing an American accent. It's tough to do to try and mimic some of the voices we've heard tonight watching the gunfighters. Yeah, you kind of have to like slip into almost Cockney from time to time. It's pretty amusing. Mind you, on many an American show, I've heard people try to mimic uh, the British accent, and I think it's far, far worse. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are there are good and bad on both sides of the pond. There was one recently. I think it's one of the shows that you watch, um, or was it? No, it was Gilmore Girls. That's what it was. Season seven of Gilmore Girls. One of Logan's friends from mm-hmm. England. Um, just oh. not good. I, every time he was on screen, I would just say, no, this is not good at all. So even even in this day and age, dialogue coaches, not the best. Fair enough. Yeah. So we watched uh, episodes two and three of The Gunfighters, Don't Shoot the Pianist, and Johnny Ringo mm-hmm. tonight, ending another mini hiatus of lazy doctor who hello hockey season hockey season's busy and a lot of people have been saying can you be less lazy <laughs> which is difficult to do because otherwise we wouldn't be lazy right we need to live up to our title i guess i don't know no um but i like doctor who it's it's you know with with the world being the way it is these days and hockey season sort of taking over doctor who all kind of feels like a even more of a departure, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like this is a departure from Doctor Who. <laughs> it is the gunfighters, after all. That's true. Mm-hmm. In the American West. Um, uh, now we we did. When did we do the last one? It was a while ago, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Episode one. I don't even remember what we said in it. I, I never. We could do another episode right after you know, like tomorrow or later tonight, and I still wouldn't remember what we said in this episode. So it doesn't, it, it, I haven't forgotten what we said previously because it was weeks ago. I've forgotten it because that's just how my brain works. Did we talk about Linda Barron last episode? I don't think so. Okay. Because we had a, we had a, on, um, a disagreement on on what the facts were regarding i was wrong i admit it no no no. i i only just because i because we you know linda Barron sung the the song all through the episode in the pre-recorded thing um and then in episode two don't shoot the pianist um kate as played by sheena marsh uh, gets up and sings and something that's clearly not not sung live although peter purpose did sing live and then you assumed that it was linda baron mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. and then i couldn't find any documentation on the internet to actually find if it would like to differentiate between linda baron if she sung uh, all of it or just the the pre-recorded bits of the song and then so we had to watch it again that scene with the info text to find out the truth i claim no victory here okay yeah. Right. Well, I should say that both were pre-recorded because the info text yeah. told us that she, Sheena Marsh, that was her name? Yeah. Uh, she actually pre-recorded her her song and then she lip-synced on on screen. So she's she is the one that is actually singing. She's just not singing it live mm-hmm. there. Lip-sunk, by the way, is the as the uh, past tense of lip-sync. For uh for those of you listening at home, Erica just did this. So 
So uh, what did you uh, what did you think of these two then? Uh, well, I had to say that uh, I had some whiskey, uh, which I felt was a, an appropriate drink, and that helped. So if you're going to try to watch the gunfighters and you're not sure about it, have some some whiskey neat. Mm-hmm. I recommend that. Um, plus, you'll feel like you're right there, you know, drinking with Charlie the barman, um, who sadly dies. Yeah. Yeah. I actually. Uh, as I said previously, this I have seen this a couple times before because we did a commentary about it for Verity, and I remembered after watching episode three here what uh, what I named that episode, the commentary episode, and it was called Johnny Ringo is a Jerk. Because, good Lord, Johnny Ringo is a jerk. He's terrible. Yeah. I, I, like, I liked Charlie. He was the best. He was kind of adorable, and his accent was not totally awful. Yeah, good old David Graham. I think David Graham did Dalek voices as well in the 1960s or 70s. I can't remember which he did, though. But his other on-screen appearance will be in 13 years after this, where he'll play uh, Kerensky in City of Death, which will be another funny, weird, cod accent. So he's never... I, I don't know what David Graham sounds like. And that's why he looks so familiar to me. He's Kerensky. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I'm even sadder that he is dead. Stupid Johnny Ringo. Jerky jerk. Uh, Johnny Ringo is, um, he appears also in Doctor Who later on. Because that's, that is, um, why am I blanking on his name? I don't know. Lawrence Payne is his name. And he uh, appears in two things. He appears in the Leisure Hive and the Two Doctors. This appearance, however, is the only time we see him with both of his eyes because he has the other one. He, he loses an eye in in a sword fight thing. Yeah, on on stage. Whoa. Yeah, in the seventies, he lost an eye, so he has a glass eye from then on. Oh my goodness! Right? Wow. Yeah. Boy, that stage stage uh, fighting is it can be dangerous mm-hmm. stuff. You were making fun of uh, Lawrence Payne's accent, and it's uh, mm-hmm. in the in the, in his episode. Why is that? Yeah, he was the one that started to sound a little bit, a little bit. I don't know, Cockney, a little bit British. I was just like, hmm, not quite right. And I I don't remember exactly the lines that that uh, made me sort of chuckle, but but yeah, it was uh, not consistent, not great. One line he said, I can't remember what it was now, but um, one of his last lines to Charlie before he shot him was like something about uh, the truth, truth, eh? or something like that. And I thought that's ironic because he almost sounded like Patrick Troughton there. Do you know the story about Johnny Ringo? I have no idea what you're talking about. I ask you only so I can tell you. (laughs) The original actor who had to turn this down because he was unavailable, who's going to be the role of Johnny Ringo, was in fact one Patrick Troughton. What? Could have been Patrick Shouten playing Johnny Ringo. And if if that was the case, I mean, they were not above, you know, casting actors who had been in it, like Peter Purvis, for crying out loud, like three weeks hence. Uh, or Richard Beale, who was in this. Pre- thank you. Previously, Richard Beale, who was uh, Bat Masterson in this. And he was uh, the voice of the Refusen in the arc uh, a few weeks before this. Um so I, it might not have um, prevented them from casting him as as Doctor Who, as the next Doctor Who, but it would have been interesting if it was hmm, mm. history. It might have stopped them, just the, the fact that he played a villain. And, I mean, I'm now picturing Patrick Troughton playing this villain, and I feel like he would have been much more effectively villainous because I think he's a better actor, perhaps. 
I wonder what his accent would have been like. I don't know if I've ever heard him do an American accent. That's true. If he if he would have fallen down a lot on that, that might not have been. But boy, I could I could just picture him being really, really slimy and evil. Mm-hmm. And if that was the case, maybe they would hesitate to cast him as the hero of the show, because people would already have that sort of villainous character in mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just I'm just musing. I think I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. Patrick Troughton was quite an actor, though. Mm-hmm. Like was working, 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 working. Did Doctor Who, and then like the next week after he was done Doctor Who. He was back to like playing character roles again, so I bet you they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah but it is a show for kids, so you know this is this is a character who guns down friendly Charlie the barman in cold blood, and then basically you know takes captive and threatens domestic violence on Kate later on. So I don't know. Yeah, he's he's pretty awful. I have to say I am I am enjoying the story more at this point, probably hey. in part perhaps because of the whiskey. Um, but yeah, I I've I have stopped trying to look at it as a Doctor Who story. I'm pretending I'm just watching some random, you know, American Playhouse Theater or something from the 50s and and it seems very much like, you know, that kind of thing and with just that it just, you know, happens to have a few of our Doctor Who characters in it. So it's like weird fanfic or something. <laughs> um and the other thing that I it's so much easier to watch Dodo now that I have the headcanon that she is brain damaged because it makes everything she does make so much more sense. Because she is like when she's saying, Oh, I was having fun playing the piano, Steven, but what is wrong with you? There are guns pointed at your back. That's that is not a normal reaction to something. That is not the reaction of somebody who is completely with it and knows where they are. So once again, either brain damage or you know just looped out on on constant LSD or something. <laughs> yeah, and her like the way she was acting toward Doc Holliday, who keeps pulling a gun on her, mm-hmm. and just being like, "You promised you were going to take me back," you know, like that sort of thing. Um, it was it was fun to see her try to pull a gun on him. But then she did a very dodo thing by just being like, oh, thank you so much. You know, I didn't want to have to shoot you. Can you please get me a glass of water? (laughs) That is not normal. And I understand that it sort of plays into the comedy of this story. But the thing is, she does weird crap like that all the time. So I feel like that's just that's just dodo. So my my dodo headcanon makes it a lot easier to handle watching her. She just doesn't take anything, any situation she's in seriously. Mm-hmm. Be it life-threatening or a time machine that's bigger on the inside than on the outside. She just mm-hmm. seems to say, ah, whatever. If she was like mm-hmm. 40 years later, 50 years later, she'd be texting all the time. She'd be using Snapchat. If you see one of those Snapchat teenagers, oh, yeah, whatever. Taking selfies and all that. Are you saying Dodo is a proto-millennial? Yes. <laughs> Dodo is such a proto-millennial. That's it. That's exactly what she is. <laughs> that's that's delightful 19 episodes dodo is in and we've like sussed her down to like brain damage to the great 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 granddaughter of uh steven uh to uh proto-millennial what an influential character and and possibly a druggie very likely a druggie i think Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. probably yep as we'll see in uh in another episode to come but probably not the okay corral um, episode four of this uh, here story of the gunfighters whenever we get to that well we have an informal goal to to get to it uh before when when did you want to? super bowl 
Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. I think last year we did sort of a, some counter programming for the Super Bowl. Yeah. And we're thinking of doing that again this year. Again, no promises because we're lazy Doctor Who. But uh, if we do that, Stephen really wanted to be able to start the day off with something brand new. So he was hoping to get get this story done before then. So hopefully we get this the next story I watched before Super Bowl Sunday. And that's like a week and a half away mm-hmm. is Super Bowl Sunday. To watch one episode, assuming we want to like spend the whole day watching the savages, but or you know who knows, maybe we'll try to. How long is the savages? Four. Hmm. Maybe 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 in the next week we'll go crazy and watch five episodes and then be ready to start on whatever comes next. Here's the thing: you talk about the hockey season sort of taking away us away from Doctor Who and stuff. Well, there are no tonight as we record this Thursday, January 26th. Tonight is the last night of NHL regular season action before the All Star break. Mm-hmm. Breaks everything up, and they don't play again until Tuesday. So, what's a Saturday night without hockey? In my childhood, it's it's Doctor Who night. That's when Doctor Who was. So maybe watch some Doctor Who on Saturday. Maybe. Yeah. Although I'm I'm changing my my brain medication, and depending on how the side effects of that go, all the better. (laughs) All the better to watch the Gunfighters. Oh, spoken like someone who has never switched to antidepressants. Or anti-anxiety meds. But hey, yesterday on Twitter was Bell Let's Talk Day. Yeah. Talking about mental health. And I, I think every day should be a day to talk about mental health. So just putting that out there. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Is that it for this? Yeah, my phone's been making crazy noises over there. So I feel like I should probably check it and see what's going on in the real world. Shut up, phone. Shut up, phone. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>